Okay, so we are now going to demonstrate the process by which you can take a video that you recorded using Teams, which gets can be automatically uploaded to Stream, download it from Stream, publish it out to Azure so that uh, anybody in the world can access it. So let's back up uh, and give a little bit of context here. So I am currently recording uh, a meeting. I've started, I basically started with uh, Jackie's uh, conversation here where she was talking about how to vlog, which is had these great steps. And so now I am going to put that into practice. So I just, uh, sure, here we go. So I just recorded uh, a demonstration of installing uh, a Microsoft Flow. And so uh, it is basically, uh, it automatically, because I recorded that in a specific channel in our SELA Productivity Hackers team, it automatically uploaded that to stream. So if I click on this, and I will also note while that opens, it also gives you a handy email that lets you know when your, uh, your meeting has been fully uploaded, uh, which is pretty convenient. So let's see, so. Okay. Yep, so. I don't need to bore you with double the uh, nasally voice, but, it's, it's available here, and uh, so anybody who has access to our team now has access to this content. But what if I would like to share it further? Well, I believe, uh, yeah. So what you can do if you need to take it out of streams and put it somewhere else is you can download the video file. Uh, so I'm just gonna click that button and Gonna save it. Uh, yeah, time space should be fine. The other thing I'll note while I'm here, and I don't know that it's encoded yet, but usually huh, well, I don't think it's encoded it yet, but uh, typically by default it will also encode the um, it will encode the uh, the transcript. Uh, of the text, uh, I'm not. It doesn't seem to be showing up just yet, but I have a feeling it may show up later. So, I have now downloaded uh, the video file. So, yep, there we are. And so this is now the local copy. So the in stream when when you're in streams, it's uh, hosted in the cloud. This is now a local file. So if I open it. It is, it is the file. Okay, so what am I gonna do with this? It's 224 megabytes. So I'm not gonna email that around because that's gigantic. But I have the power of the cloud. Uh, and specifically, I have an Azure account. And uh, any Microsoft employee uh, can get uh, an Azure account with, I think, something on the order of $150 of, of credits a month uh, to, to do whatever you want with. And the beauty of this experience is 
if if one of our uh, customers wants to do the the thing that I'm about to do, they can because we're I'm not using anything special when I do this. So I'm going to use a tool called Azure Storage Explorer, and I'm not going to demonstrate the installation of it at this time. Uh, however, I'm going to drop a URL for it in the IM window. Reference to Azure Storage. The Azure Storage Explorer, what is it? Well, it's basically a tool that lets you upload, move around, delete stuff from your Azure storage spaces. So let's take a look and see what that, that looks like. And I guess I should have uh, opened it up before I started doing this. There we are. All right, so here we see several Azure subscriptions that I have access to. Uh, and to get access to those, you, you basically just go, and I believe it's, uh, oh, it's like the little connect, like an add account, and you can get the information for whatever your Azure account is, and then it just kind of works. So I'm going to go into the technology solutions uh, subscription, legal operations, blob containers, so basically file storage. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to drop this into one of these demonstrations folders. Um, so let's see. Yes, this should be good. And now I'm just going to click upload. I'm going to find the file that I want. Uh, let's see. So select. It's in the temp folder. Change the view. And there we are. Yep, so that's that very large video file. Um, I should let's see. Well, if I were being truly diligent, I should probably go through and uh, rename this to get rid of the spaces. Um, which, you know, why don't I, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be a good, uh, good citizen and do that. What I'm doing is I'm going through and I am getting rid of white space and putting in characters because, uh, sometimes, uh, that can help with RL encoding less weird. I'm probably sounding like I'm just babbling, but uh, right. so I've gone through and I've basically replaced the uh, the spaces with underscores. Uh, and so now if we go back here, 
And I moved off this to make sure I wasn't locking the file by hovering over it. I don't know if that is a would have actually happened, but that's why I switched. That's why I toggled off that file just to make sure it wasn't uh, creating a, a handle on that that would block changing the name. But we can see that the name has changed. There are no longer any spaces here. So I'm just going to click open. Uh, all of this looks good. So now I will click upload. And it may take a little bit of time because that's a fairly large file. Um, but you can see the, the process, the, the progress, I should say. And here we can see uh, it's moving pretty quickly. Okay, done. Uh, so now I have this file that's hosted. And I'll also note, uh, I had to change, you, you do need to change the settings on your uh, folders to uh, make sure that people can actually get access to them. So uh, I've already, this is already set for me, but I've, I've set the public access level to uh, public read access for blobs only. Um, so people, if they have a direct link to the blob can get to it, but it doesn't allow them to uh, examine the basically the index of the container. So if I give them a direct link to one of these, they can access it, but they can't go to this folder level on, on the URL and effectively examine all the contents. Um, so now I want to be able to share this with somebody. How do I do that? Well, I can just highlight what I want, click copy URL, and if we see, I've, so I've copied that into the uh, the browser window, and if I do that, this is available to anybody on the internet. So I have now okay. published content broadly. And so that's pretty much it. But we can make it even more convenient for people, uh, the, the, at least the folks uh, who are operating in Microsoft. We have a link shortening account that is really handy. go here and I'm gonna say let's call it uh, oops. okay I'll add my that's and I think I am good. So now I'll copy that URL. Now I can use this shorter link. Um, see what happens when we click on it. Hey, it worked. That's great. So one of the advantages of using these link shorteners is if you need to move where the underlying resource is, you can do that and then you can go in and update the link shortener and anybody who's basically going to go back and click on your link, link shortener will now get redirected to the new uh, place where whatever your, your publicly uh, hosted resource is. is. Um, and so this is a really helpful best practice, especially if you're putting references into documents that get sent out. Um, I often will use uh, a link, uh, a vanity link, um, for forms and other things that I send out um, where, I, because 
down the road, I, I may want to slide a new or updated format. And it is very helpful for uh, not having to go back and, and change all the places where that link was because I can go to one place and make the update and then I'm done. So that's pretty much the process of, uh, of, of publishing out content. Uh, so for example, if you have an external uh, video blog that you were doing, you, this, is, this is a way that you could, you could do that. Um, and again, as I noted, uh, all you have to do is you can share the link on in emails, uh, Twitter, wherever, um, and people can, can now access that. So that's pretty much all there is to it.